Welcome to the Loose and Conversational Podcast, everybody. This episode features Marcy, who answered our call when we wanted someone to research Canadian sex scandals. She did such a great job that this episode needs to come with a trigger warning. You see, folks, it gets dark at points. We talk about Gerda Munsinger and famed Albertan pervert John Brownlee to get started, but things take a decided turn once we get to Peter Nygaard and then Carla Homolka. This episode is a different take on a country known for Letterkenny, poutine, bare-naked lady sing-alongs, and saying sorry. The podcast has been doing amazingly lately thanks to fantastic guests and, of course, all of you listeners. Jen and I hope you are enjoying yourselves and we thank you for choosing to listen. Okay, everybody, this is our 23rd episode with Marcy and we're talking about Canadian sex scandals. Enjoy. Welcome to the Loose and Conversational Podcast. So when did you live in Mexico? I lived in Mexico for my third semester in community college. Um, So from like October, November, December. What the hell is community college? In New Brunswick because I'm from New Brunswick. It's like Nate. Yeah, it's like Nate out here. And so, yeah, we did our – me and a couple of the girls did our third semester in Mexico. So I lived in Medida and – So what were you taking that you could do a third semester in Mexico? uh, Being a travel agent and then – Oh, that's cool. It was until 9-11 and then no one used travel agents anymore. So it's kind of – Well, that's not entirely true, but mostly true, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. mostly true. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. 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 I use a travel agent. Yeah, you do. Yeah. But it's definitely like one of the things that I love to do. I love researching travel and – like when we go away, I for with my family and stuff, like I do all the research and I'm like, okay, here are like my three resorts that I picked. Which one do you want to go to? Um, yeah, that's that's what we're doing. Caroline does that. Yeah. She'll favorite. give me four resorts and say, okay, which one do you want to go to? And I'll say, I want to go to this one. She's like, are you sure? <laughs> like, what about these ones? No, I'm just, I mean, it's Mexico. How can you go wrong? Do you always go to Mexico? Uh, I've been to Mexico three times now, I think. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say I always go to Mexico. Yeah. Mexico's like... Mexico's like Walmart. Like it's cheap, <laughs> it's accessible, mm-hmm. it's easy. easy. Yeah. Right. So And it's, it's always a good time. I've never not had a great time in Mexico. I mean, David had one time that wasn't so great. Oh. Yeah, I got really sick once in Mexico. Really? That sick. wasn't the whole trip though. That was just no, the, it was end, just of the, the end of it. And you said you were never gonna go back because of it. Yeah, yeah. But only then to, I did and it was okay. Only to find out when we went to the Mexico the second time that he realized he wasn't supposed to be drinking the tap water and he was. Oh yeah, no, no. He's like, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, it's I a really thing. said that? Y- yes. Yeah, I did. Well, I think it was. I don't think it was drinking. I think it was brushing my teeth. I think you were said you were drinking because after a few drinks, you just were like, whatever. Well, oh yeah, that's true. you can brush. Your, you can brush your teeth with the tap water. Like he was, he was drinking at Mercy. Yeah, yeah. You're not gonna get sick. Hey, you wake up in the middle of the night and you're. No, he did get sick. Oh, I got super yeah. sick. I shit myself. Yeah, shit the bed, shit himself. Yeah. I shit there myself shit in bed. everywhere. Yeah, don't drink the water. <laughs> it's horrible. Here's and then, me. and then, in fact, on the way back to the airport on that trip, I was still pretty under the weather. And uh, these people, I was just talking to them. I said, actually, I got pretty sick. I'm still not feeling very good. Said, oh, yeah. Well, you got to take that. There's like a vaccine or something that mm. you can take. Ducarol. Yeah. And, not a vaccine. And every single, well, what is it? Then? It's like a pill form. But yeah, like it's. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. I think it's a vaccine. I think vaccines are like shots. I don't think it's a pill vaccine. Oh, okay. So, I don't know. Sorry, Dr. North Coast. The, <laughs> Polly. Uh, <laughs> Polly, what's a vaccine? <laughs> yeah, Polly, is Ducarol a vaccine? <laughs> Hi everyone, it's me, Polly, the Loose and Conversational Podcast Moderator. Ducoral is a drinkable vaccine that helps prevent diarrhea caused by heat label toxin producing enterotoxigenic E. coli, as well as cholera. David is right, Jen is wrong. 
Score one for the good guys. Thank you. <laughs> See, I was right. So, and then everybody's like, telling me about Duke Girl. So I didn't know what it was. I didn't even know it existed. Everybody's I didn't like, know it existed. Well, everybody's like, well, haven't you seen the commercials? No. Well, apparently everybody else in the world has I seen these Duke Girl commercials. And I didn't buy it the second time. It was a hundred fucking bucks. I have Whoa. it sitting in my fridge. <laughs> it was a hundred really? bucks. Yes. Yeah. I have it some sitting in my fridge because I love the taste of it. The pharmacist no. gave me like travel diarrhea sh- stuff instead. Is that, that not just that like was a covered, That was covered by <laughs> benefits. Okay, this is a good question. And listeners, feel free to weigh in. How much would you pay to not shit the bed on your vacation? <laughs> I've never shit the bed, so I guess my answer is different you than yours. You wake up and you feel terrible and you have this weird feeling and then you realize, this is hot diarrhea coming out of my ass while I'm still laying in bed. That's worth $100 to me. Well, fair. I guess I've just never yeah. been in that situation. It only, ru- it only ruined a $3,500 vacation. Why yeah. would I want to not spend another $100? Exactly, I suppose. I guess so, when you look at it that way. So yeah. you never got sick the whole time you were in Mexico? No, I've never been sick. So where did you live in Mexico? So the, t- the city that I lived in is like three hours uh, south of Cancun. Oh, so it's in, so it's in uh, like. Uh, it's in the Yucatan Peninsula. Oh, okay. Yeah. What's it called? It's called Merida. Oh, Merida. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. So we was there. It was really cool. We were there for, I don't know, three, four months. I don't remember. And what did you do there? Well, we went to school, but it was like we went to school from nine until 1130 every day, Monday to Friday. In Spanish or English? And yes. Well, the teachers taught in English and they taught us Spanish, but we didn't really need to pay attention and or listen. So mm. it was great. Right. We were only there for like two, three hours a day. And we take the bus back home and we had afternoons to do whatever we wanted. And then on the weekends, they did, it was really cool, actually, excursions out. So we mm-hmm. went and saw, like, we went to Cancun for an extended weekend. The I very bet. End. And then we went and swam in, like, these really remote cenotes, which was so cool because it wasn't as populated as the tourist touristy ones. Um, we went to a town called Chichen Itza for Day of the Dead, which was, like, the coolest thing I've ever experienced, like, being there, Day of the Dead in Mexico. Was it November 1st? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. yeah. It was like, it was so we, cool. And it was a super small town and you witness these people with their ceremonies and their, it was just cool. we were, by far. I don't know if Jen knows about this. Do you know about the day of the dead trip we were going to make? No, I don't think so. This will be awkward. So a bunch of us were planning a trip to go to Mexico in the end of October, beginning of November mm-hmm. uh, to one of the girls who works here, one of the ladies who works here. Oh. And we were going to go to Puerto Vallarta, I think. Mm-hmm. But we were also going to travel, like kind of go on a road trip to her hometown, and we were going to be there for Day of the Dead and stuff. It didn't happen because of COVID. Mm. Now, who knows if it ever will? It never mm. will. It never was going to. Oh, no, totally was going to. We you were weren't all, going. Why wasn't I going? You just weren't. It wasn't really going to happen. Holy moly. She told you. Welcome to the uptight and <laughs> awkward conversation <laughs> podcast, everybody, where I'm weekly so Jen and I sit down. such a dreamer, though. <laughs> why wouldn't we have done it? Uh, because you just wouldn't have. You were going to, as you know, it just wasn't going to happen. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, carry on. Wow. Wow. Guess it wasn't going to happen. So the place where I like to go is a lovely resort called Core in Tulum. So if you were in Merida, did you ever go to Tulum? Mm -hmm. Tulum, you ever see the traffic circle where if you go one way, you go to the ruins. If you go the other way, you go to like the hotel zone in Tulum. Mm -hmm. And if you go the other way, you go to the town of Tulum. If So those are the three directions. But if you go the one other direction I didn't mention, the resort is there. So it's Mm -hmm. right there. And it's only got like 80, 90 rooms and it's really small. But it's all inclusive. It's got one pool. It doesn't have a beach, but you get free entrance to this other beach that's like a 15-minute walk away, (laughs) which sounds like, yeah, it sounds rough, but it's actually a lot of fun. 
Um, yeah, it's super fun. And because the resort is so small, I, a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to go there. And the food, eh, I got to be honest, the food is 50-50, mm. right? But you can go into the town of Tulum and, and get really cheap, really good local food. And it's awesome. The beach is awesome. You get to know all the people who work there, mm-hmm. which at a big giant resort, you don't really. Yeah. Like they pretend they know you, but they don't really know you from mm-hmm. a fucking hole in the ground, right? Yeah. So no, I like it. Corey. Alrighty. So our, our uh, what's it called? Not a plot. Conversation. Our topic today. Topic. Yeah, there you go. Is. <gasps> what is it, Marcy? We didn't introduce Marcy. Marcy Parker, Parker. originally from New York. <laughs> also lived in New York or Mexico. Yeah, Don't lived, lived, in, <laughs> I was like, lived in Mexico for, she, for when she was going to the school at the University of New Brunswick in New York. <laughs> in New York. <laughs> the New York campus. Yeah, that's my favorite yeah. one yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you're going to go to the, if you're from New York and you get into the University of New yeah. Brunswick, that's fantastic. And if you're in New Brunswick, you want to go to the satellite office in it, New it's, York. It, it's an Mexico. exclusive exclusive it is yeah. what's amazing is that you completely you completely lost your uh new york accent which i'm not a hundred percent a fan of i like new york accents in small amounts but i don't think you get to choose typically what do you mean how much accent you put out <laughs> well she, she's lost hers yeah that's true that's, that's yeah. true you can pull them out like i could do a boston accent boston we from being the, so close and living in new york yeah we should just do, do you the, think that's what a boston accent sounds like no boston but, no hello i'm from boston oh yeah <laughs> we should do the rest Not of the podcast close. in an accent i'll yeah. do british because that's about the only one i can do i can't do any accents. I, I can't do the whole podcast and i have to if you get me really 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 drunk hello? then you get my whole Drink up, Marcy. And we get what, the New York accent or the Mexican accent? Yeah, or? you get a conglomerate of all of them. <laughs> yeah, Jen, yeah. how offensive do you think me doing an accent for the entire podcast would be? Depends on which accent. Okay, Marcy. <laughs> That's perfect. Carry on. Yo, tell us. <laughs> you People can't have, do it. Yo, you tell us the topic for today's podcast. No, that pot, that accent is not appropriate. See, that's what I was telling you. <laughs> All uh, two and a half minutes. You can go from Australian <laughs> accent. That would probably be okay. British, Irish. Australians, if any of you are listening, <laughs> I will never do your accent. I consider you the worst of the white. Yes. Well, All right. The anyway, topic. the topic. <laughs> the topic for today is well, it's a conglomerate. It's the Canadian kind of political sex scandals and then crimes in Canada, focusing on like crazy people in Canada, which we're going to call Canadian sex scandals. <laughs> sure. If we're we get a, summarize it, if we get a little loose and conversational on this, then that's okay. Yeah. So you were a sport about this. We wanted to have you on the podcast and we said, uh, tell us about Canadian sex scandals. And then you went off and you learned. Mm. I did. And it was actually extremely interesting (laughs) because when we originally brought this topic up, you were talking about people that A, I'd never heard of and B, didn't even know there was a sex scandal era around them. Oh, yeah. And that's why I wanted to do it because I, I think people think of Canadians and they don't realize we have some rich, dirty Mm. sex scandals mm-hmm. so it was really actually fairly interesting <laughs> and very educational so i think that thank you for that it's oh you're welcome expanding my mind Thanks so what was your what is the uh i guess don't start with the best one what is the uh first one so the first one was the greta munzinger affair which happened in 1955 oh god and so what had happened is she was alleged she was a east german prostitute oh and she came over as a spy. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So she came over. She uh, came she, over as a spy. Came yes. into Canada. Immigrated. Like that's that's what her immigrated. paperwork said? No. no. Well, her paperwork technically got denied. So we, she was des- denied citizenship in 19, um, 
I don't remember, 50-something. And then she was also denied um, citizenship. Hard, hard to imagine a German getting having a hard time getting citizenship. Did she sneak in? How did she get here? She came through – well, I don't – that was actually really hard. What was the other thing? It was really tons of conflicting information mm. on all of this stuff. So I just kind of picked out the best information and decided I'm going to go with, with that. So she came through to Canada in about – the alleged sexual location happened in 1955. She came to Canada about 1951-ish. So she applied for citizenship or tried in like 1952. She came into Montreal via ship, which I don't know the name of. She got denied. And then she also tried for US citizenship in like 1953 and got denied that as well. And so she was denied because she was a prostitute? Well, they don't. there's no really allegations as to why she was denied. Okay, there's nothing okay. really saying why. She just said that she didn't get it. Yeah. However, she was allowed to work. So she came through Montreal on a boat and she was... Uh, taken in by a Montreal family and she worked as a hostess at a nightclub. Oh. A hostess. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah which yeah. kind of led her to where yeah. we're going here. Okay, so okay. in addition to the hostess nightclub, she uh, was a model for a fur company. So oh. she would model like all the furs back like in the 50s. beaver furs? Yeah, I'm yeah, sure okay. that was some. Yeah. Greta was known for her beaver. <laughs> <laughs> she probably well, back she then was, you, actually. Back then you could have a furry beaver. Now it's less... Do you know do you know who else is known for their furs? Furry beavers or just furs? Uh, no. Ma- <laughs> what? No, Marcy. Is known for her beavers? No, no, furs. <laughs> oh, no. If, you, if, any, if anybody out there needs some furs. No, what no, What kind no. of furs? Uh, what did you like say the other day? Not muskrat. Was it muskrat? There's, yeah, you can, you yeah, can trap and kill and, and harvest animals still in this day yeah. and age for their furs. And you can sell them. It's pretty common. What do you buy that's muskrat? Like a muskrat You can make coats jacket? or oh. gloves or muskrat slippers. You can make anything that's muskrat stuff. Huh. Okay. This yeah. is interesting. But right. we digress. We digress. We digress. So back she was back a, to Greta Munzinger, the for, fur model. Yeah, yeah, she was the fur model. And then, so in these jobs, she became prolific in the, the higher-end social political scene. Ooh. And then when she applied is when they actually started to notice there was some discrepancies in her so they were looking at her resume. They were saying, looking at her resume saying, yo, something's yeah. not quite right. Yeah. You know? And so the RCMP actually followed her around and then they- Really? Uh, yeah. Allegedly. I wasn't alive, Allegedly. so I don't know. Yeah. But then the RCMP was following her one night or was sitting outside her residence and the Minister of National Defense, Pierre, I don't know how to say his name. So maybe we'll just Polly, go Patty, whoever she's going to get. Oh, yeah. Because Polly is- Getting Polly to pronounce a really difficult know, yeah. word really is fun. fun. Polly, if you <laughs> could, than me. <laughs> if you could murder the Minister murder. of Defense's last name for us, I'm not going to touch that one. Here is my friend Chantal to assist. Merci, Polly. Son nom était Pierre Sevigny. Thank you, Chantal. Now back to the podcast. Thanks, Polly. The best part of that was the music. And I just want to apologize that she called you Patty, Polly. Uh, that was a mistake. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. But, uh, Polly's She's going to yell at me. No, Polly doesn't. She ran out of the room once, remember? Uh, that's because we were talking about... No, uh, not we. Yeah, I used, I used a very <laughs> offensive term and then asked her if the term was offensive and she had had it. Yeah, fair. Yeah. All right. So right. so the Minister of Defense... Right, Pierre. And then uh, apparently also she was uh, sleeping with some other people in the political spectrum, but I didn't catch any of their names or know Who much cares? about yeah. them. So then once the RCMP found out that Pierre was kind of like fooling around with her, they went to the Prime Minister who was Stephen Baker at the time. 
uh, solid, Stephen solid uh, Baker. Yep, solid mm-hmm. prime minister. Yeah, and then he was like, "Dude, cut it out!" And then they extradited her back to uh, Russia, Germany, Germany, German? Yeah. East Germany. Germany, which was Russia. Yeah. I mean, it would have been more fun if they extradited her to Russia. Yeah, you know, well, more East of a Germany story. made this story. Yeah, right? East, East Germany was Russia. <laughs> yeah, and then um, he stepped down. That was pretty much that was it. Yeah. So because he slept with somebody who had well, questionable. Because, yeah, but they were saying there's lots of conflicting information saying like she was a spy and she was getting information. And then it like came out in two years later, it came mm. out in some cabinet. So she kind of seduced thing. him for information is sort of the crux of it. That's what they say. But when yeah. she talks about it and her things, um, she says that we just slept together. So she, think, was a, she was a woman ahead of her time. That was I don't know how I around. think about I don't know how I feel about it when I think about a woman like, you know, blowing me or whatever. Or whatever she's doing. I mean, I don't think about that part. How often and do then you think she's about like, this? No, just now when you're thinking about it. And then she's like, <laughs> well, she's in the middle of it. She's like, tell me about destroyers. Well, I think it's, I don't think it's while she's blowing you. I think it's kind of like afterwards. Be like, how was your day, sweetie? Oh, I'm not going to talk to her afterwards. Uh, you probably would. I mean, maybe not you, but people with feelings, emotions. Yeah, sh- tell empathy. me about troop movements. No, 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 no. You, you, <laughs> I don't think you start. I, I got to go. I don't think it starts. It's like, how was your day? Sweetheart? Oh, it was a really tough day. What happened? You know, you build trust and then you slowly get them to sort of start telling. Like when Caroline talks about your day, does she leave out any details? When she talks about my day. No, her day. Does she leave out any details? No, she leaves out no details. Exactly. <laughs> so it, if, if I was going to pump somebody for info, I would basically do what I do with her. Only yeah. have something more interesting than hearing yeah. about. And actually listen. You'd have to actually listen. Oh, God. That, that would be the be most spy. important part with the spy. would be so relaying this- the information back to the person who wanted you to get Somebody would be like, what, did you hear anything from Caroline? Oh, yeah, she was going on and on, but I just couldn't listen. <laughs> so, did, so did the guy get to continue to be the minister of defense? No, he stepped down. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah, you yeah. said he stepped on. Yeah, yeah, yep. she did say that. So that's our biggest sex scandal we've ever. No, had. you did. That's not you the said biggest. Don't start. That's the first one. You said don't start with the best one. So oh, sorry. she didn't. Sorry, I thought the Munsinger affair was considered to be like this huge thing. Ugh. In uh, no, in, in all actuality, it was like the last one that I was able to find and research and mm-hmm. get information on. Are, are you going to talk about the Brownlee one? I am, and the Brownlee one was really. I found way more interesting. Than yeah, this me one. too. I was going to say I find the Brownlee. Yeah, one. this one wasn't that exciting. No, this one wasn't. It was yeah. just like she could have been a prostitute. And, and that's the thing. They don't really even know if she was a spy because she doesn't really say that she was. So yeah. I think even if I wasn't, I would say I was. Like, I'm, I've already been extradited. Right? Like, I might as well just say yeah. I was. Right? And she had leukemia. She eventually died of leukemia, like, not oh. not long after. Oh, um, she oh would- so this guy got off on having sex with a woman with leukemia? Yeah. Ugh. I mean, people get off on all sorts of things. You've been on page 50 of Pornhub or I have, whatever. but I, I never got to the leukemia <laughs> porn. I got to be honest. I wouldn't <laughs> click on them. Yeah. <laughs> Go to 100 see yeah, what I you wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't click on my stepsister has leukemia and, and I want to comfort her or something you like that. You wouldn't? You wouldn't be no, like <laughs> – No, not that. No. That's where you draw the line. Yeah. Okay, that's because I assume I assume the girl, the model in that would be really skinny and I just – Yeah, emancipated would probably that, be – It's not what I'm into. Okay. Sure. All righty. Good to know. All right. The Brownlee. Well, wait, because let's let's take a quick pause. We hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you are, and if you'd like to support us, there's a few ways you can do just that. First, like and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. That helps other people see us and hopefully gives us a listen. Second, share your fabulous social media presence with us by liking the Lucent Conversational podcast page on Facebook and liking and sharing some of our posts. We're also on TikTok and Instagram. If you really want to throw money at us, we're on buymeacoffee.com. The easiest way to buy us a drink is to head to loosenconversational.com and click on the coffee cup icon. Thanks for listening, friends, and enjoy the rest of the podcast. 
right. All right. What is our next scandal? Uh, well, I mean, there was a couple of other ones. Um, let's not do lame. Let's yeah, do something good. The, juicy. Let's give do, us something juicy. The, no, the, we have to give. We have to do them all. No, we don't we have, have to, to do, do them, them all. We only have an hour and a half. We want to titillate. Yeah, but titillate with the good shit. Don't titillate with the other shit. Oh, all right. Depends on what you want to get into. So there, are, I did have like some smaller ones that if we have extra time that we could talk about. They're right. not as exciting. I agree. There's some like yeah, or some ones that we have a talk boring about. sex scandal. Well, like okay, so Francis Fox in 1978 was. I love the name. <laughs> he was a 38 year old solicitor general. He. Yep. Francis is a boy's name. Why wouldn't we call him Frank Fox? Francis. Okay, Francis. I don't know because Wikipedia told me his name was Francis. Okay, Francis. Yeah, that's what I Francis Fox. Right, Francis right. Fox. Um, he was an old solicitor general. Uh, he was like 38, and he made his mistress or admitted publicly that his secret estranged girlfriend had to sign an abortion letter to have an abortion, and so they made him like step down once that Good came. Golly! Up. Wow! Yeah. Now so that's like yeah, like not I mean, exciting. What what it's is like no, that's, and he, this, then is, this is fantastic. There's so many things. So what is an abortion letter? I don't know. It was just probably uh, permission for her to get an abortion. Yeah, it was like, and oh, he forged it as well. He forged like his dad forged his name. That's his what it was. Dad wow. forged his yeah. name at 38. Huh. Wow. Wow. Society has come a long way since 1978. That was again, ni- that I've was 1978. So some of my facts maybe. Right. That was 1978. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Again. Huh. No need to fact check any of this people. No, Polly. Please yeah, shut no, up. No, no, no <laughs> yeah, fact check. <laughs> 1978, you had to get a letter giving you so permission. So I wonder how this came out. I don't know. I don't know. Probably blackmail. Somebody was trying to blackmail him and they're like, oh, I know you had your girlfriend get an abortion. He went on a podcast one day and he was like, what's the worst thing that you did? Well, <laughs> I don't think there was. We used to have these things called abortion letters. And then there's the Brownlee one was the only other other than... Trudeau and Castro, which I definitely want to talk about. Which I can't wait to get into. Yeah. And then the so, big one. Brownlee. No, no. The big one is, I can't remember his name. Oh, that's the not political one. though. Peter Nygaard. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. That's a really good one. And that's probably the one I have the most in-depth knowledge about because I listened to and I watched some things about Excellent. it the most. That's the one probably. I so say. John Brownlee. <laughs> yes. Who, by the way, is the name of a very good friend of mine. Is that who you're named after? No, no, no. John Brownlee is a whole other human being. No, but you could be named after him. Your first name is John. No, John. No, not at all. I'm just saying you could. Let's well, see how terrible this is. Why would you tell is. everybody listening what my first name is? Why wouldn't I? It's not like you're a secret. I guess so. I don't go. Well, now you could change. Mark is looking all weird. I go by my middle name. <laughs> it's okay. uh, that's why well, when, you, when you when you look at the logo, it says a J. David Keene yeah, podcast. Exactly. Now you know what the J stands for. Yeah, it's like I don't want people to know it's John. But <laughs> no, John Brownlee. Aside from the person that we're going to talk about, is a general manager of a hotel in Canmore. Fantastic guy. He's John. a little. He's a little little. To the right of where maybe I feel comfortable talking politically. Uh, he's a little bit uh, tied into the conspiracy theories. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's a good guy. But I think it's interesting that they have the exact same name, John hmm. Brownlee. Is it interesting or is it? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so what did the uh, what the did the pervert other. John Brownlee do? Yeah. So he became premier in 1925, which I think is so. He was a premier. Like, yeah. You got to set yeah. the stage. 1925. 1925. Yeah. When um, when we had premiers who would not only have relationships but they'd get married. Yeah. I wonder though. I wonder yeah. just before you get into this, what I'm sure mm-hmm. is going to be. But like in 1925, the sex scandal is probably like today is nothing. You know, like I mean, how scandals? Oh, uh, this one's pretty scandalous. This one's pretty good. It wouldn't happen today because things happen back then. They don't happen today. All right, we'll launch into it then, Marcy. Well. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll give you the facts, and then you can make that okay. decision on your own. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he became premier in 1925. He was the leader of what was then the UFA, which is the United Farmers of Alberta. Okay. So premier okay. of Alberta. Yeah. 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 Sorry. He was the. Have fifth, you ever heard of the premier. United Farmers of Alberta, Jen? Yes, I have. UFC. UFC. No, UFC is no. the ultimate UFC fighting championship. Is the fighting championship. <laughs> These yeah, are the United exactly. Farmers of Alberta. Yeah, UFA, UFA. Yeah, here's why. Here's why you've never you've never heard of them because they don't exist anymore. Because John Brownlee messed it up a little. This is why. Uh, this is a, a show. This shows that when a premier does a really bad job, ten years later, you've never heard of the. Uh, no, that's in 1925. I don't know that that's the case now, but it is because we have a current premier who's messing up so bad. In 2031, people will struggle to remember what the UCP stood are for. Are you kidding? In 2023, he's going to get reelected. No. Anyway, John Brownlee. <laughs> well, we'll see because he became premier in John Brownlee did John a woman Brownlee, a favor. The scandal broke in 1933. So oh, this okay. happened in 1933. So he was premier for a while before this actually happened. Okay. So I guess what Vivian is her name. Vivian. So just a little of background She's on her. She's obviously a classy lady. I thought, I thought Vivian was a guy's name. <laughs> Only in our world. <laughs> I'm messing you up with the names. Francis is a guy. <laughs> Vivian is a girl. Sorry there. Um, she met John in the 1930s. She was 18 when it happened. Oh. How old was he at the time? Well, you he know, was a premier. I thought I had wrote that down. That means nothing. Okay. Anyways, carry on. He Polly, was older. Patty, Francis, whatever your name is. Polly. Polly. I'm not good with that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Polly. How old was John Brownlee when he met Vivian? The Virgin Vivian. Yeah. Former Alberta Premier John Edward Brownlee was born in 1883. He would have been about 51 when the scandal broke in 1934, although he started the affair four years earlier. Okay, well, so he was older. So, so do you want Vivian stories first? Or yeah, John give me Vivian. stories first. Set the stage oh, for Vivian. I didn't, I didn't know there was two stories. Completely different stories. I want to hear oh. what I found so fascinating. I want to hear this. the Virgin Vivian story. Yeah, I'm, okay. And then I want to hear his desperate. No, 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 that's not what yeah. happened. No, yeah, that's actually. Pretty much sums up exactly yeah. what it was. Okay, so and what happens in today's world? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Vivian came. Uh, they John had met Vivian at like a party somewhere, and then she ended up coming up to Edmonton, and they were Ooh, took place in Edmonton. Well, yeah, actually, it was a premier of Alberta. Wow, uh, he was a family friend of the secretary of Brownlee, so she was the family friend of. The okay. So she came up to Edmonton. She was about eighteen, and so her story is this night specifically. She Brownlee came and picked him up. Picked her up, sorry. They drove about six miles down Highway 16. He parked to the side of the road and was just to have sex with me. Yeah. Sounds uh, tracks. He claimed that he was madly in love with her and that his lonely wife was an invalid and could not have sex with him anymore because he we was married. We all say that. I mean, yeah. they all say that. Yep. They did go on two other car rides, which John partially penetrated her against her will. And this is when she also expressed concern that she was pregnant. In ah. addition to that. Yep. No, keep going. Oh. In, in addition, Vivian had stayed at John's house frequently. And they would frequent, according to her, having sex. He would sneak out and they would have sex wherever she was staying in the maid's quarters or whatever. And sometimes she would sleep in the same room as his son. And she claims that they would have sex in the same room as her son. So was it always consensual? She says no. Okay. I mean, you'd have to kind of link back to the fact that 18 and a significantly older man is not consensual. What, I, what I want to say, how humiliating would it be to have all this happen and then think I've had sex with a girl and she's going to tell everybody. And then you're sitting there listening to her talk about it in court or something like that she goes and then he partially penetrated me and you'd be like partially <laughs> i don't think that's what i would uh 
zeroing partially. on. Partially? Uh, that's the difference between us. No, because that'd be humiliating as a guy. Oh, no, I see. No guy partially penetrates a woman. I guess it depends how big it is. You know? That's the thing. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> that's why it would be humiliating. Okay, okay. If you really wanted to insult your, your sexual attacker, yeah. make sure when you Note say- Note it. When you're in court. Yeah. No matter yeah. what happened, just say he partially penetrated. Yeah, he barely got in. Because what is partial penetration? Yeah. That doesn't make sense. It slipped He might have been in. He might have not been. I didn't know. It slipped in. I wasn't I didn't even sure. Notice. I didn't yeah. even notice. Well, I wasn't sure. Yeah. To be honest, I think he was poking around on my bum cheeks for a while. <laughs> you know? All right. All right. So they had sex multiple times, <laughs> according to her. Okay. So John's story is Vivian called him and said, I need to go. I'm just stressed and whatever have you. Take me for a car ride. Well, that, <laughs> yeah. that's an open invitation to sex. Because a guy obviously. Would say that. So that's what Vivian said to him. So yeah. he was like, Sure thing, Viv- Vivian. I'll come pick you up. I'll rescue you yeah. or whatever have you said. His story's already Obviously, bullshit. Like you've already right? lost me, buddy. But okay, right. carry on. You look like a, a woman that needs to be partially <laughs> penetrated. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so he's driving down Highway 16 and he notices that people are following him. Oh, probably the RCMP. No. Oh, he, is, he is the premium. Shockingly, it was allegedly, uh-huh. it was uh, John Caldwell, which is actually a third-year med student, which was very interested and eventually engaged to Vivian. So he raped her because somebody was following them. And no, he claims he didn't oh, okay. rape her at all. And also, so John Caldwell and Le- Neil McLean is, was a lawyer from the Liberal Party. Oh. So John is driving, thinking that someone's following him. So he's swerving, he's taking lefts, he's taking rights, he's reversing, he's circling, he's trying to get these guys off of his back, and he can't. So he drops her off at home. So there was no pullover in his... No pullover. Huh. There was no pullover and no pullout and no half put in. Okay, so she him. alleges an incident happens. Mm-hmm. So how Several does incidents. It, so how does it... So well, wait, she, let me just... Because okay. this, this is what I've read a little bit about, too. And correct me if I'm wrong here, because I frequently am. Frequently. By the way, does anybody need more uh, booze? No, I'm good. In case anybody's listening, we're under restrictions again. So if you're waiting to hear Amy, <sighs> Amy's not allowed not to come coming. again. <sighs> Remember what happened last so time? Sad. We did a podcast right after we no longer had Amy. We were so excited to have Amy back. No, the first one was Cletus and I got too messy. Yeah. Uh, so from what I understand about Mr. John Brownlee, he took her in as like a favor to the family. Like they were trying to... the. The families were somewhat close, or there yeah. Was something so he like that. that was the family friend that was his secretary, and yeah. they weren't living in Edmonton. So she came up to live with Brown Lee, which is why she was in his house and why they yeah, were yeah. having uh, sex so he with was, his so son. He was supposed to be like a bit of a guardian to her. Yeah, and it was his son they were having sex. No, it with yes, his with. son. Yes, okay, okay, yes. okay. Not Wait. with, sorry, but like not in the with, same room. In the or same whatever. room, yes. Okay, and how not old with. was his son? Do we know? I don't know. God, imagine if you're like say you say he's like fourteen. No, oh God, and this hot eighteen year old is uh, sleeping with you and you're just trying to like smell her and or your something. dad's pounding her right and you're being really you. really quiet as you jerk off and then your dad comes in so you stop because you're like oh my god i think he's gonna freak out me and then all of a sudden he like lays on top of her and yeah. squeak squeak squeak. well alleged in, in vivian's story when you if you read like a lot more into the facts and things i just i just write them down but the, the kid wakes up and they like just stop and they just like are quiet until he falls back asleep like the yeah. legit it happened like this oh, kid's wow. Walked around, traumatized his whole life with his dad. Oh, so he was a he was like a little kid at the time. Yeah, as far as I know, it wasn't like a teenager. I think he was fairly small. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't really know. So 100% does he verify there. her story ish? No, it, there's nothing about the kid okay. verifying any story or anything. All right, like so this happened. So how does it become a scandal? How does it get out? So Vivian and her father actually sued Brownlee for seduction. That oh. is that my that is my favorite part. Yep. Sued for seduction. He was yeah. sued. 
for seduction. Interesting. Okay. And so seduction and regular sex for over a three-year period. Well, I mean, rape probably wasn't even a crime back in 1925 or 1930. Not if you're the premier. Well, just I don't even think it would have been a crime. I mean, is it now? (laughs) Fair point. I mean, legally, yes. (laughs) But I don't even think it would have been a legal issue back in the 30s. I I mean, if the premier was raping somebody now in Alberta, I mean, on one hand, those poor boys. But would he get caught? I would out him if I was... (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> All right. So they sue him for seduction and seduction and then regular sexual contact with her for over three years. So she testified that she had physical and emotional pressure against Brown- Brownlee and that this this all happened. Yeah. Um, Brownlee called his story, her story of fabrication. And they suggested he suggested that it's a conspiracy between between her now fiance during the trial, which was that James Caldwell. Right. Yeah, the Caldwell boy. And uh, Neam McLean, who wanted Brownlee like out they didn't want him out as premier see i told you when i drink I, my accent comes out um so <laughs> like you've hardly had anything to drink Marcy. i know <laughs> <laughs> i haven't drank in a while uh a six-man jury found them guilty oh he awarded them ten thousand dollars so about five thousand i'm just each. impressed that a six-man jury found them guilty yep that never happened. Six man jury found them guilty. Ten thousand for Vivian, five thousand for her father, which is yeah. just so you're aware, approximately one hundred and ninety two thousand dollars today. Wow. Because wow. I was interested as to what that yeah. would yeah, be like. For that sure. relief. The trial judge in the end just disregarded the jury's findings and dismissed the case. Oh, Ooh. there it is. There yeah. it is. However, there's the power and privilege I pay. No, pay, no pay, justice, pay. no peace. <laughs> Plot twist. Plot twist. Supreme Court sided with McMillan and awarded her $10,000. No yeah. shit. Way to go, Supreme Court. Did her dad get the five no. grand? No. no. You know, probably right. I mean, yeah. she was the one that was repeatedly raped over three years. So I think she deserves the money more than her dad. Yeah. You know? And then. He had to resign. Yeah, and the UFA disappeared. The next election after the scandal, Brownlee ran the UFA again, and he lost every single seat. I can't believe that he would even try to run again. See, this so is I wonder. I wonder if when apart. he's like sitting in his library with his glass of cognac, not now. I mean, he's, he's dead, I'm sure he's long obviously. Dead. Yeah, I'm but when he was, I hope so. When people yeah. were, when he was telling his like young uh, Sorry, was assistant, he, was he married at the time? Yeah. Okay, so his wife was in the house at the same time this was all going on. For shizzle. Yeah. Okay. Cool. When he's telling his young assistant or whoever his manservant or something is, yeah, yeah. the story. Uh, he probably leans back and gets his creepy smile and goes, but it was worth it. Yeah. Creepy is right. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm impressed because I think she got more justice than most women get today, but this isn't that podcast. So uh, carry on. <laughs> yeah. she Actually, that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Right? I mean, fuck. Because I, again, that was kind of what I was saying. Like politicians well, now like, are yeah, probably as powerful as the courts in a lot of ways now. For sure. Could. And I mean, look at all that. And I mean, the scandals in the US right now with all those freaking governors coming out with all of these like rape allegations right now, right? And it's... Or Matt Gates or... Yeah, yeah, name. whatever. Yeah. Anyways. Well, that is a really good point though because she got $10,000, which like yeah. I said was about 109 those, Which is a lot. That doesn't uh, happen When now. was the last person that yeah. you heard whatever got that much money? Especially because of seduction. Yeah. Mm. Seduction. I wonder well, I mean, he s- did sleep with her. Yeah. Can you still yeah. sue someone for Allegedly. seduction or is that like long gone now? I think that's gone. <sighs> I don't know though. I didn't look. I should look. I should have looked. I think it's a perfect, like if you have an affair, but like, oh no, no, no. I was seduced. I'll sue them. Brian, we know you're listening to this. Oh, Brian. Yeah. Brian. F- famous on your own right because of your podcast from a couple of weeks ago. That we. <laughs> could you could you look up for us if you can still be sued for seduction? Yeah. And then Jen's got a case against somebody. Yeah. I'll have to find somebody first, but yeah. Oh, we'll yeah. just make stuff up. Well, obviously that actually good solid point. Yeah. yeah. Solid we'll point. make stuff up like Vivian did. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're such a fucking <laughs> asshole. 
All right, let's talk about this dirty Peter Nygaard guy. Oh, oh you want to talk about Mr. Nygaard? Oh, did you have something else? Dirty. She well, I got pages. Uh, yeah, I mean, I got. What about Mick Jagger being? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, see, that's the misconception. Well, Mick alleged Jagger, misconception. No, Mick Jagger <laughs> could have never been Trudeau's dad. They, she didn't start getting with them until after That's he was no, in the public, no, like well after celebrities I, date secretly for months without anybody knowing touche i still don't think so i think it's fidel castro and i actually from the research, oh fidel actually, castro yeah, really justin trudeau if you're listening to this <laughs> we would Resign. like to know who you're who you favor yeah I, as the rumored father <laughs> sure it was pierre Elliott trudeau and yeah we all love him and stuff, but so I don't know because I'm obviously significantly younger than you. But um, does Justin Trudeau look like Pierre Trudeau? No. Yes. Oh, Come Pierre on. Trudeau? No, sorry, he Not looks like Fidel Castro. Oh, okay, like a hundred percent. The hair, especially. Yeah, and the mustache. Yeah, the hair, and the, yeah, especially. I have to look this up. Pierre Elliott Trudeau was a fucking just to talk about because you guys are quite a bit younger, significantly, and, and we hated Trudeau by the time I was like coming of age we hated trudeau in canada yeah in western canada just like we hate his son and <laughs> but actually when i was in university yes ha 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 i went to university his alleged son and you dropped out i did i did i dropped out <laughs> but I, when i was taking political science i learned a lot about pierre Elliott trudeau and i became a great fan of his and i yeah. think i really honestly think pierre Elliott trudeau the elder trudeau was one of the greatest canadians we've ever had so i do like him like i don't say this because i think he's a bad guy and i think he was a rock star and i think he had a huge set of balls okay but literally yeah he's not a great looking guy okay. nobody did sleep with even a lot though, of women yeah, married, though, yeah. and that's the thing like oh, they wow, say married. he's actually infertile he doesn't have if you claim that trudeau is castro he doesn't have any other kids but he slept with barbara streisand oh Who? while he was trudeau married or castro uh, Pierre. Pierre. Sorry, I was, I was just yes, going to say. while he was, while he was I was going to say, a lot of what I know about Trudeau, because, because he was an old guy. When he was a young guy, yeah. he was considered to be, like, he was, he came into politics just like his son at a very young age in the early 60s, I yeah. think. Yeah, so he was like and a he was a boat. sex symbol. Yeah. yeah. Like, I remember there was this big, there's all these, like, iconic images of him. One was, like, diving off a diving board at Jasper oh, Park geez. Lodge and, and, like, doing all these different things. And he really was considered to be a good-looking guy at the time. I mean, but Trudeau would be considered to be a good-looking guy. We just dislike him strongly. Who, Pierre or Justin? Justin. No, Justin's considered to be a really good-looking guy. I know. Guy. He's kind of a sex symbol, but I, I don't find him attractive because I he's a terrible human being. But So it is public knowledge that Pierre Trudeau had affairs while married. Oh. Yes, it is public knowledge. First off, just so you're – because I yeah. didn't know this. Um, so for people who didn't, Margaret Trudeau is 30 years younger yeah. than Pierre, yeah. which oh. I didn't know, which actually totaled – 30 like, years? 30 years. Yes. And like exactly Lord. 30 years, not 29, yeah. not 28, like 30. Wow. Um, and so, that, so that would be like me. dick. Gosh. That would be like me. Oh, my God. That would be like me <laughs> Well, he's dating there's no a way he's Justin Trudeau's dad when he's 30 years old. Like how old was no, he when they got can, married? you can have kids that old. I know Larry – King did allegedly, but we don't know that there's been any DNA tests to prove these sorts of things. How old were they? How old was she Roddy and McDowell he when did, they got right married? Allegedly, shoot, you know, I just didn't write it down. I want to say like she was like twenty something, yeah. and he was like fifty something. Oh my like, god! And it was like thirty because I had to like get out a calculator because I didn't yeah. believe that oh, the yeah. thirty it was actually thirty. Like wow, looking at it. So that's okay. the thing. So in in exactly like David said, so so he in slept his with 50s, a bunch of people while married. He slept, or was he married to someone else when he slept with? No, he only married Margaret. He, oh, okay. And they and everyone was shocked when he got married because yeah. he was such a sex symbol. They were like, "Why is this guy getting married? He's like such a sex symbol. Why is he doing this?" People kind of said thing? the same thing about George Clooney. That's true. Sometimes it just happens. It does. Yeah. They got married, and Justin was conceived in 1971. They so took- was I, by the way. Oh God, you guys are the same age. Yeah, almost exactly. Huh. 
December 25th, 1971 is Justin's birthday, in case you wanted to know. January 7th, 1972 is mine. Oh, yeah. You could argue he's doing better than me, but we'll see in 10 years. <laughs> you could we'll argue, see in 10 years. You could argue he's... Anywho, moving on. Uh, we're just going to sidestep that yeah. landmine. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the thing was, so they went, they got married and they went on a honeymoon. And this is where the whole Castro thing is not debunked in my eyes. Yeah. Um, they went on honeymoon and whatever, but... Rumor has it that they actually went on a second honeymoon to the Caribbean where it will private island where it's undisclosed and the people who visited there were undisclosed and Fidel Castro's whereabouts are not known during this time. <laughs> I bet you I know whose island it was. Aga Khan's. I bet you it was Aga Because they go there all the time. Yeah, they're good Or they did. Yeah. Yeah. So was it known that they, that he, that she and Fidel Castro knew each other around the same time? Oh, like, the families are the close. The families okay. are extremely okay, close. Okay. Yeah. And just really like each other and have for a long, long time. Yeah. Like, it's I, why Canada has always maintained a close relationship with Cuba. Yeah. It's not because of those resorts that have the terrible food. It's because we, their son is running our, our country. Yeah, it, it's funny because Fidel Castro's son didn't take over over Cuba. Yeah. But he's running Canada. <laughs> we're basically the same country. We should be able to travel there without a passport. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That was where, it. Where, where okay, so they were their families were really close. So yeah, so that's kind of where this all kind of goes awry. So the yeah. Canadian government did put out a release of eventually. Course. And I didn't read it because I didn't just like Chloe Kardashian's not OJ's daughter. Like right. I mean, yeah. So saying that it's but even in the release it was kind of not saying no, he's not. They're suddenly just kind of like glossed over it kind oh. of thing. So there's really no there's really no defining evidence saying that he is or he isn't. Do you think Scott Olson could put us in touch with somebody from CESA to get us a DNA sample that we could then run? CSIS? Whatever. And no, I imagine that's buried now. <laughs> but I feel like we could get a DNA sample somehow, you know? Like, I think that we could make oh, this yeah, happen. Oh, getting, yeah. Getting the sitting prime minister's <laughs> DNA would be easy. I mean, just- And then some- getting the <laughs> DNA of a deceased dictator? Just send in some secretary named Vivian, and I'm sure it'll happen. Yeah. What are the odds? <laughs> What are the odds Justin Trudeau's done 23 and me? Probably slim. But yeah. I wonder if Castro's had any real kids. I mean, he sounds like kind of a playboy. So he was never married or he was married, just never had kids, Fidel Castro. I didn't. And, and Fidel Castro was like, he was another guy. Like you look at him, you know, in the last 20 years before he passed away. Not a good looking guy, right? Because he was yeah. an old man. But in his his younger years, he was considered like. Well, apparently he looked like Justin Trudeau. So. Yeah. But but I think he Trudeau, Justin's a little bit taller. Mm. But I don't really know. I've never met them. So, no, actually, that's not true. I met Justin Trudeau. Yeah, you did. You took yeah. a picture with him. I was going to say, didn't you? you no, I refused. Did. I refused oh. to be in the picture. <laughs> so was that your political statement? I refuse yeah. to take a picture with yeah. you, sir. I'm the general manager. I'm above this. <laughs> but Cora. I will not Cora was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Just 10 minutes earlier. Look at me and Cora. <laughs> <laughs> so for the record, Castro does have kids. Something. Oh, okay. Just quickly and not like double checking about like nine. We don't um, really care about facts nine here. kids. Yeah. Oh, then we can totally do a DNA test. Let's get Scott oh, Olson yeah. on this case. He's Again, probably got I people. Don't know how accurate that is. He was married twice. Married in 1948, divorced in 55, and then married in 1980. Nine kids. Wow. Where was he born? Where? Uh, no, what, what year? year? No, I know where. Cuba. <laughs> I was going to say Cuba. <laughs> uh, 1926. Oh, so he would have been an old guy too when he was. He 20. died in 2016, age 90. Wow, he oh lives a good goodness. life. Yeah, and uh, we do know the cemetery, so we could go dig him up. There we go, Mister. Want to dig holes? Exhumation. Oh yeah. yeah. Someone wants to just randomly have, dig yeah. holes over do you have here. The stomach to dig up that grave and grab some DNA. If I picked up that bird yesterday, <laughs> yeah, you picked up for two seconds and we're gagging like a little bitch. 
No, I picked that up for a little more than two seconds. It was it was long after I put it in the bag. I started gagging. What bird? The bird that ran into my oh, window. Oh, uh, a ring-necked pheasant was just dead yesterday outside the hotel. A big male, beautiful bird. Mm, ran into my window and died. Suicidal. He ran into your window? Yes. Your office window? Yes. Oh, no. That's not where he was. Oh, oh. But, but apparently he was like flailing yeah, and flopping yeah. around on the ground a bit before we got out there and he was dead. No, there was a loud thump. Oh, well, that... that <laughs> and then helps. Marissa comes running and saying, oh, my God, there's a chicken! Yeah, that was the best. They, they, I, I'm, I'm, my office door is closed because I'm working on something. It's called a nap. Yeah, 20 minute nap. And uh, <laughs> I get this say. knock and they're like, there's a chicken in the parking lot. And so there's the first few seconds where you're trying to understand the joke. <laughs> okay, why is there a chicken in the parking lot? I don't get it. They're like, no, it's a chicken and it's dead. And I'm like, okay, why is there a dead chicken in the parking lot? That doesn't make any sense. So I get up like, okay, let's go look at it. So we go out. It's it's not a chicken. Okay, that's good it's to know. It's clearly not a chicken. The best is we get out there and I'm like, that's not a chicken. And they're like, it's a chicken. I'm like, look at it, guys. Have you never seen a chicken before? So Ron was like, I think it's a pheasant. I'm like, 100% it's a pheasant. Everybody, so there was me and Kylie and Marissa all having been on the podcast. Yes. Megan. Has been on the yeah. No, she'd gone home sick already at that point. Yeah, she went. Early. And then Ron and Sahan. So, like, so many people give me want to figure where we were. But <laughs> the, uh, so we're all looking at it. So I'm like, well, for God's sake. So I bend over and I grab his legs and I pick him up. Yeah, gross. And everybody's like, oh my God, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, we don't have like a pick up a dead bird tool around <laughs> Can here. Can we right? get one for next time? Yeah, no, it's called a hand. So I go, Sahan, open the bag. So I put the dead bird in the bag. And uh, then we're, we're done, right? And all of a sudden, I get the smell. Ugh. And I don't know what the smell was. Oh, gross. But ugh, you ever get totally taken over? And I start retching and gagging. And of course, everybody's laughing at me. Yeah. So we all start walking back into the hotel, including Sahan. And I'm like, no, don't bring the stinky dead bird in the hotel. <laughs> He's going to cook it up. Yeah. So we made him leave. Yeah. And then it was funny. I go back in my, I go wash my hands and I come back. I go in my office. I'm closing the door again because I want to go back to my nap. And uh, I hear everybody outside going, no, that was a chicken. It was for sure a chicken. <laughs> so the last thing I did yesterday before I went home is I found a picture of a ring-necked pheasant, <laughs> a male, and sent it out and uh, definitively. So they said you were right? Well, they have to. It was clearly the No, but did they out. say it? Uh, well, no, nobody replied. Okay, cool. Yeah, nobody will. Nobody says you're right. <laughs> All right, Peter Nygaard, the little fucking creep. He is a creep. I really like the Trudeau and uh, Castro thing, by the way. That would make me vote for Trudeau. Oh, why? Because I would be like, you know what? If he just owns that, he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm Castro's kid. <laughs> My mom was a partier. Yeah. She fucked. Uh, yeah, she's like crazy partier. Yeah, like yeah, she... I, she fucked. Uh, who did we say at the beginning? Well, uh, Mick Jagger. Yeah, Mick Jagger. Jagger. She was crazy. She'd tear up Studio 54. Well, it depends because she actually has said on, on more than one occasion, I should have slept with every single one of them. So I don't think she slept with them all, but I think she slept with some of them. But mm. it's again- Oh, yeah, no. She was a hardcore. It, it, like she smuggled drugs in Pierre's luggage and stuff oh, yeah. to get oh it across. Like, yeah. Like that makes me want to be like, I want to be part hero. of that party. Can she run? No, like, I mean, she's not your oh. hero. <laughs> oh, no. No. Sounds like um, it. <laughs> No, I think but. she's a little messed up now, isn't she? Yeah, she actually claims also she's bipolar, which I don't know if she's been medically tested, which you should never claim you're something if you've never That's like true. that, if you've not. But I, anyway, um, she has self-control issues, which obviously is oh, a shock there. Oh, my kind there. of girl, man. My yeah, that's girl. David in a nutshell. Yeah. 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 The uh, You ever talk to a girl, or I guess a person, but I've honestly only ever seen this in girls. I'm sure it happens to guys too. But they'll be in the middle of a conversation, and then they'll stop and like take a weird breath in, and then keep talking. 
I saw her in an interview and she was doing that. And that's my sign that mm, this person needs to be left alone. Okay. Noted. Peter right. Nygaard. Peter Nygaard. <laughs> fashion designer. Fashion mogul. From mogul. Winnipeg. Mogul from Winnipeg. So is he originally from Winnipeg? Yes. Mm, no. Wow. He was born in Finland. Oh. But he grew up in Winnipeg. So he's basically Winnipeg. His parents, immig- parents immigrated to Canada in 1952. So do we blame the Winnipeg or the Finlandness? Both. Okay. Both. Yeah. Both yeah, are fair to blame. Okay. Uh, he graduated from University of North Dakota with a business degree Gross. in Gross. It's North Dakota. That's the problem. Oh, geez. Jesus. <laughs> Who, as if the University of North Dakota gives out business degrees. <laughs> they probably do give them out. You just don't have to yeah, turn yeah, them. Yeah. <laughs> so they're satel- they're, it's they're their tw- satellite office. Like my- <laughs> they're, yeah, they're $1,249 and you can make installments. Order <laughs> exactly. like, it online. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Trump University. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then he formed Nygaard in 1967. All right. The swing in 60s. The swing in 60s. No wonder he decided to take the whole... Oh, this goes back that far. Yeah. Well, kind of. Yeah, pretty I much. I mean, it probably does, whether it, it's recorded yeah, or it's not. It's not technically recorded. So technically, he's 80, just for reference right okay. now. He was born in 1941. He is the, for fun fact information, he has the 70th richest candidate. Canadian. He was worth $90 million Ooh. in 20... $900 million. I was going to say $90 million isn't that yeah, rich. I was, was going to say, so if you win the, the big lottery... <laughs> David won't even play the lottery unless yeah. it's $70 yeah. million. <laughs> So he's worth $900 million, Not and today. there are 69 Other Canadians people, worth yeah. more than him. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Who are these 69 Canadians? Probably Daryl Cates. Yeah. That's, you know what? That's totally what we got to get on the podcast. Daryl Cates? No, we got to get a Canadian <laughs> billionaire on the podcast. Okay, good luck with that. Well, uh, you don't think Name there's like, five. You don't think there's losers out there looking? Exactly. That's why they come on our podcast. <laughs> like, I just want some attention. I just want everybody to know I'm a billionaire. That's who uh, we'll get naked with for Brent. We'll kill two birds with one stone. Why are we getting naked with Brent? She doesn't even listen to the podcasts. I listen to Brent's. Brent. Do you know Marcy? No. I know exactly what he's yeah. talking about, but he actually prefaced it wrong. Brent oh. said get someone to be naked. Yeah, that's what I said. So we'll get the billionaire. Oh, to come I thought on you said y'all were going to be naked. Yeah. No, I, if it that. makes it more comfortable, I will. <laughs> I will not be here for that podcast. Well, just turn your chair around. You won't even let me hug you, but you'll let me see you naked. You don't have to look. <laughs> For the record, we're not naked now. <laughs> Just yeah, want yeah, everyone yeah. to be clear. Do not edit that out. <laughs> edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you in dare. fact, I'm, I'm so uncomfortable with being naked uh, in front of Jen. I actually wore my Loose and Conversational t-shirt and mm-hmm. I haven't even taken off the clothes. <laughs> you I won't even take, take off the sweater yeah. and the other shirt. Yeah, to show my t-shirt. <laughs> Here, I'll layer it up. I should do it while we're talking. What a prude. <laughs> The uh, Okay, so right. sorry, Peter Nygaard, 80 years old, came here from Finland as a child. Yep. Grew up in Winnipeg, went to North Dakota. Yep, he has 10 kids with eight different women. However, if you read conflicting information, I can't really find out how many kids he has. All right, so he's definitely populating the population. He is 100% populating the population, <laughs> and not just in Canada, in the Bermuda, and the Bahamas, and all See, over the world. Nice. Oh, the, sorry to cut you off. The blue <laughs> and the lo- logo is the wrong color blue. That still looks okay. Yeah. All right. So, so when does the sex scandal start, Marcy? Well, harassment. When he gets caught. <laughs> yeah. Fair. <laughs> Solid point. The first that I could find a uh, sexual harassment complaint was in 1990. Okay. However, in 1980, the Free Press wrote, the Free Press of Winnipeg, that is. Um, Nobody reads that. Yeah. <laughs> that's where this <laughs> fell apart. Yeah, that's <laughs> why it fell apart in 1980. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, they, they, 
Nygaard was charged with rape of an 18-year-old girl, but the charges were stayed. I think we like to call that a Brownlee. <laughs> yeah, Brownlee. Right? He went full Brownlee. Yeah, he went full Brownlee. It just a, seems confusing when you say people. Brownlee, because it almost sounds like a brownie, you know, almost just like a brown person. Yeah, it sort yeah. of brings in like a race component, so let's yeah. not do that. No, 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 no. Whether it's whether it's... <laughs> When would that happen? 1980, you said? Yeah. yeah. So whether it's 1930 or whenever it happened before, 1980. Yeah, 1933-ish. Or 2021, I think it's important to remember that perverted sexual crimes mm-hmm. will always be associated with the name John Brownlee. And it seems typically white men, quite frankly. Yeah, yeah. John Brownlee, my friend in Canmore, the GM, yeah. he's also a white guy. Jeffrey Epstein, white guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, Karen. I'm not saying that John Brownlee, the general manager in Canmore, is a is a deviant pervert. But maybe. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> don't forget that John Brownlee should always be it's attached possible. to that. It's possible. Yeah, right? yeah. We don't know for sure. We don't. And yeah. nor will we ever. Yeah. Really. We should be careful is what I'm saying to people. <laughs> All right. You should always be careful. So 1980, Winnipeg Free Press. 18-year-old girl raped. Okay. Uh, the charges were stayed because she refused to refused to test oh, it. Most, oh my goodness. Most people refused to testify in 2021, let alone 1980. Oh my goodness. True. However, it was later claimed that Nygaard used friends from his company just to pay her off. That tracks, yeah. Oh my goodness. I gotta, oh geez. I don't know. Maybe this is a controversial question to ask. No, well, I won't ask, ask it. it. No, come on. <laughs> so you are raped by a very rich person. Okay, say I'm ra- raped by, <laughs> just to keep continuity, the premier of the province. Do you say, I want justice and say, fuck your money? Or do you say, give me all your money, fuck justice? Eh, I want more than Vivian money. Well, I mean, today's Vivian money? Oh, but yeah. But I, I think today's day, you'd probably have to go for at least a couple mil. Hmm, but if you question. got $2 million. Dollars, but I'm a guy. Say. I'm not the guy to answer that. Marcy? That's a tough question. I, I know. I Because... I mean, I you would want to see justice for sure, for sure. But will you get it? it, Will you you get it? That's the thing. Because I mean, even last night on the news, this girl she went and found her own rapist because the police didn't have didn't want not want to didn't have to. Like you have to assume you're going to be believed, and then you have to assume that they're actually going to try it. Like you have to assume all these things that statistically don't actually happen. Yeah. So do you just take a settlement, but then also live with the guilt that he's probably doing this? You're not the only one. Yeah. So, and that's the thing. And that's where this gets really, and I mean, clearly he didn't do this to one person. No. Uh, Just for the simple fact that just to catch you all up to speed, he's over 70 women have come forward. Oh my goodness. Um, And it's even hard to find a definitive number. And they were all young at the time. Uh, yes. Under sure. age or of age? Some were definitely under age. Okay. His youngest uh, that I think I found. Well, this is kind of where it gets a little mucky. Yeah. Um, there were definitely 16, 18. In, in one of the, the things that I was listening to, his son actually alleged that. His son? Yeah, his son. So actually, wow. uh, two of his sons are coming out against him saying that, yeah, this is a problem and this is wrong and we want to help these victims. And we want that 900 million. Well, they've been cut off from the family, so they're not getting any money. Oh, okay, okay. Um, they actually benefit. Well, I mean, I'm sure maybe they benefit from the lawsuit potentially. Like his sons are involved in this lawsuit against him. Right. Right. Some of his sons, because again, he has like a ton. Are these sons, and this is maybe a weird thing, and I know it says there, are they the product of a marriage or? Well, he was only married once to Carol Knight in 1970. I don't know when they got divorced, but they eventually did. did. And then he dated Anna Nicole Smith from 1998 to 2001. The Anna Nicole Smith? Peter Uh, Nygaard. Can I just say, I watched a documentary on Anna Nicole Smith. I don't even remember where I love Anna Nicole Smith. Where I watched it, but but she died having most of the issues I have, just not medicated. And far larger tits. 
Well, obviously, but she, those were enhanced. She didn't. Oh, yeah. She wasn't born with those tits. That, that doesn't matter. They, I'm just saying, like, she could be me, except you know, she's not, and I'm not. Anyways, okay, Korean. What issues? Autoimmune disease. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Basically that, and then she was treating her autoimmune disease without knowing what it was with drugs and and all of these other things. Uh huh. Yeah, depression. You don't really care, do you? No, I do. I find it interesting. <laughs> She had the same autoimmune disease ever that I did. So you this was the same deficiency. I do, yeah. That's why she gets a vaccine. Yeah, that's why I'm two B, baby. So she had the same disease I so, had, just untreated. So he was married to Anna Nicole Smith. No, not married. Dated. Oh, dated. Do you oh, listen at all? Apparently. Oh, sorry. No. Yeah, he was only married once. Yes. yes. I like this Peter Nygaard Curly. guy. Oh, God. I'm sure this is going to go south at some it point. It already went south. He's got 70 accusations of rape between 16 and 19-year-olds. Oh, I didn't know he'd gotten to that already. Yeah, we already talked about that. Oh. So when does it go more south for you? When he gets arrested? That's pretty bad, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I just like that he's from Winnipeg and he dated Anna Nicole yeah. Smith. Do you like Anna Nicole Smith or her tits? I just need to know. Because she's pretty fucking airheady. Ditsy. I would assume you'd want some sort of intellectual challenge. It's not like she wrote a book. Do you think I date my husband because he's got a large dick? No, it's because he's intelligent. You date your husband? Yeah, we go on dates. Oh, that's cute. That's a lie, actually. We don't. It's COVID, but um, we did. I'm sure Marcy dates her house dates. Do you go on dates with your husband? Pre COVID, I guess we'd have to say. We do everything together, so yes. That's a no. <laughs> we don't. We don't have to classify it as a date. Oh, that's every a no. day is a date with him. Yeah, that's gotcha. a hell no. That's a no. All right, yeah. uh, moving on. So Peter Nygaard, <laughs> Peter Nygaard's son, who was probably the product of rape. I don't. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, it's hard not to say. Maybe. I yeah. can't say that for certain. There is this one alleged story where, so Peter Nargard in one of his houses, um, many houses, has like this table and he invites all these girls over for dinner all the time. He's always surrounded by women, which is a side note. He always has about like four girlfriends that are literally hired to be his girlfriend. So Sam to Hugh Hefner, except cons- not consensual. Is it okay to have more than one girlfriend if you're rich? Yes. It's okay to have more than one girlfriend if you're not rich. It's called the new new age. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I don't think, that, but it, uh, I will just say that the girlfriends. Oh yeah, Jen's got to qualify it now. <laughs> the girlfriends have to know about each other. Like you can't be like a cheating situation. It's got to be like we're all in this together situation. How rich do you have to be for them to not have to know about each other? There is no rich that you have to be unless you're willing to pay out, I guess. Well, if you're not rich, there's nothing to pay out. So <laughs> I guess. seems like it would I'm be just a saying, poor it's not, man's it's game. It's not morally okay to oh, be okay. deceitful. Carry on. But I think they all knew about each other because they all flew places. Yeah. Like if you see those videos of it was Peter like the on girls the plane, next like, door, yeah, gotcha. they all knew. Yeah. Um, anywho, so there was this one seat like to the left or right of him, doesn't matter, um, that was like his girlfriend of the night. And oh, okay. like, his son oh. says that this eight-year-old was in this chair. Oh, my eight-year-old? God. Eight-year-old? Eight-year-old was in this chair. Oh, my God. And then he was like, well, that's kind of odd because usually his favorite sits there, blah, blah, blah. And then later on throughout the night, he saw his dad was like- Oh, my my God. Rubbing her bottom and he Is this just where like, it takes a turn for you, David? This was what I was talking about before when I knew it was going to get bad. Yeah. Okay, so rubbing her Rubbing butt. her bottom and stuff. Yeah. And then the son just was like, oh, hell no. Oh and then went God. to like her parents. Okay. Because apparently her, what I, if I get this properly, and again, if I didn't, I apologize, but what are her parents doing there and like yeah. allowing all this? Were they shit? there? I don't well, Apparently, because yeah. he went to them and was like, you need to take your child out of this situation. That's oh my not goodness. unlike any, like Michael Jackson and the parents letting their kids spend you know the night at Neverland. That's, 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 like, oh, that's true. That's true. Right? Like, 100%. I think parents just sort of get like caught up in like the celebrity, the celebrity and the money yeah. and the influence. Have you watched that Neverland documentary? Sure, didn't oh. yet. 
Oh, really? Yeah. You, I couldn't believe it. Like, I've always hated Michael Jackson. Yeah. And I know two different people who've watched it, and they finally come are, around. Are, they come around and they realize what's going on. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's even worse when you watch it. Like, what the parents allow? think they're doing, and then, yeah, what they allow. Yeah. It's like, they're your kids, man. Yeah. It, for me, though, it wasn't, it was. So were the parents on the airplane with her? No, this was at his table at oh, okay. dinner. At dinner, oh, gotcha, no, there gotcha. was no. The airplane is with those girlfriends. Okay, and the parents um, weren't sorry. around at dinner, or were they? They were apparently okay. around, but Jeez. this was like at the cocktail reception after or whatever. So then, anyway, his son was just like, that, "That's enough of that." And Holy then, well, cow. good on. I don't son. know. I don't really know what had happened with that. That was like all that really stuck out in my brain was like this had happened with this like eight year old, and that yeah. was like enough for me. So that was like the youngest that I could kind of somewhat. How much find. younger could you possibly fucking well, go? I don't know, and I don't want to know. Well, why would you want to go that young? Oh, like, it's this disgusting. is a, this is a thing. Obviously, I have somewhat open morals and stuff, but pedophilia, like People call I, it questionable. I, morals. I don't fundamentally yeah. understand is a good what word. somebody would see, especially if you are rich and powerful and blah, probably blah, blah. power control. And I guess some people are. I mean, obviously, the porn would show you on page sixty that people I do are- not look at any kind of porn <laughs> just- or any kind of site or any kind of anything. That's not what you said on the Amanda podcast. Do you even listen to them? No, you just said, but I guess it's a pretty popular thing. I mean, child pornography is a huge fucking industry, right? I mean, people like it. I think porn is a huge industry. No, child pornography is a huge industry. is a niche in it. And just because it is so big. And I think people who are, oh yeah, 100%. Like what's got to go wrong with you to think. Well, I think you've been abused yourself. Maybe. Maybe, yeah. right? I, Anyways, I carry on. There's something okay. not firing on all cinders. So yeah. what was he – so where, sure. So the first allegation was 1980. Obviously, that went away. So. Well, that's a first technical allegation. Yeah. However, in the the women that have come forward, it has gone back as far as 1977. So how did it go from Peter Nygaard, I'm a really great fashion mogul, to now I'm under investigation? Well, in all honesty, he's been sued multiple times yeah. and let, like uh, taken to court multiple times. From like 1980. So yeah. 1990, he was sued for sexual assessment. 2003, he was sued by the Florida by an American couple who claimed that he deceived them into accepting jobs mm-hmm. in the Bahamas, which they didn't. 2006, he uh, avoided track tax evasion. Uh, like I've got literally like 20 points on my paper here. Oh my of, like things that he has done. Most of them are sexual. Yeah. Um, February 2020, 10 women filed a class action lawsuit. And which is, is what that the one is. that triggered it? But yeah, a, a little bit. Yeah. So, and the, is it, sorry, just is it all rapers or trafficking charges? No, there's too? trafficking charges in, into, and that's what, like February 2020 is kind yeah. of where the trafficking came into play. These 10 women said that in Bahamas residence, his Nygaard K or whatever is really where most of it happens. Yeah. Most of it happens because in his Bahama residences, and he he paid off all of the officials in the Bahamas. God. He paid so that the uh, premier, prime minister, whatever Bahamas has, like yeah. would win that seat. And like to the point Holy where there's moly. even videos of him during the Bahamas election calling the guy who won and was like, "We, I won, I won. Yeah, I have millions invested in this. Like, yeah. it's very evident that he pays everybody off. It's and like, very, how much does it cost to just like turn your back and say, "Well, it's okay." Millions, apparently. Apparently, no, apparently good there's no God. And- well, Epstein had pedophile island too down there, didn't he? He did have a pedophile island, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. crazy. So in his island, so uh, in addition to the whole sexual thing, he also got charged from the Bahamas for uh, dredging the ocean because he made his like two-acre island, like yeah. four friggin' acres. Oh, like wow. he did a ton of like sea damage. That's which, just as bad, yeah. Sure. That'll which be is, the one that sticks, yeah. The guy in charge of the Bahamas is like, uh, hey, Nygaard's up to no good. It's like, ah, the little girls I know about it, he paid me off. <laughs> Nobody's dredging his island. What? That son of a yeah. bitch. 
and this is where it gets tricky, though, is because Lewis Beacon was his neighbor in, in the Bahamas. And Beacon would help these girls to bring up those lawsuits. Like, he would house them and things and kind of like- This is the son? Them. Sorry, I've had a few no, drinks. Uh, oh. <laughs> Lewis Beacon was the neighbor oh, okay, that was right. having all the issues with him dredging the gotcha. island. And so he like, knew about the girls. So Lewis Beacon just really hated Nygaard. Way to go, Lewis. Well, so this is like the big thing. So now that these some of these girls that have come forward, Nygaard yeah. saying, well, he they were paid off by Beacon ah. to sue me. So none of this is accurate. And so that's kind of where he's getting off on some of them, but he, he them. legit did it. So is he, where is he now? Like he's still in the Bahamas as far as I know. No, yes. no, he's oh. in Canada. He's yeah, in no, a Winnipeg jail. Yeah, oh, he's in jail, COVID. yeah. He's waiting to be extradited to the U.S. because all of these are U.S. Uh, charges. charges. Yeah. He's been denied bail twice, February 5th and March well, no 26th. Shit. Yeah. Um, so he's just waiting to leave. But the, it's important to note that in his Bahamas, like, he had a huge network of employees mm-hmm. and a lot of those employees were actually paid to find women on Saturday yeah. nights. He would have what they call pamper parties. Oh and it was goodness. like hundreds of women only, yeah. very, very few men. And these people were paid to find women. That's like Jeffrey Epstein and his girlfriend. Like, go yeah. get me some girls. It's like, oh. Jeez. And there's actually one, um, an Instagram model who is being also sued as part of the sex trafficking thing because yeah. she worked with Nygaard to get more people to him because oh she didn't God. sleep with them, but he wanted more girls and he knew that he could pay her and yeah. things like that. And the stuff that he was in sexually was also really gross. Such like, as? Well, his girlfriends he that he paid, he had one girl on the the thing that I was listening to said that at first she thought it was really weird, but he would feed her like this very strict diet. Ooh. But then she figured out that it was because he wanted her to defecate on her. I knew poop was going to come up. I mean, you do like a good defecation in yeah. bed, so... Yeah. Oh, I do. And not. that was his, and he was like really into that. And that that was her job was to eat the specific okay. strict diet. How do you get that. into that? You know, we talked. You about accidentally this. shit yourself, and then you're like, Ooh, no. Wow, we that's talked a about this on. on an early podcast. I think what it is, I think if you're rich and powerful, oh, you just keep going until you, you reach you, limits. You like something that's yeah. Eventually, everything shit, gets boring. Shit, how is a girl shitting because on you? Because it's taboo. But it's not even taboo. It's, it's disgusting. Like, <laughs> I, but I think you get addicted to the the taboo-ness of it. I can't even. Like, I mean, I can maybe wrap my brain around a lot of shit, what? you know, so to speak, but not shit. But what you can know? you wrap your brain around? What's, I, what's the most taboo thing that excites you? We asked this on the oh, Drunk Dial. Oh, excites me. Yeah, like what's the What did the I most... say on Drunk Dial? <laughs> I don't remember. But I don't what's... remember either. And I just listened to it yesterday. <laughs> but this isn't for shits and giggles like that. Like yeah. what's the most... Even if you don't want to answer. Like I guess I would say maybe a rape fantasy is probably the most taboo thing that would get me excited. But with that said, it's, you know, in the construct of a relationship I'm in. But, okay, you well, know, okay. it's consensual. Well, but, 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 yeah, it's consensual. But let's just, start, let's just start with that. Let's yeah. just start with that, right? Yeah. You enjoy being dominated, Being manhandled, right? Yeah. Being dominated, right? Sure, yeah. And then that gets boring. So it's like, okay, let's spice it up a little. Let's do this. And then let's spice it up a little. Let's do this. But now you're a billionaire and you have all, or, or sorry, a 900 millionaire. <laughs> you're not even a billionaire. And David. you have all this access to all this different stuff. I just stuff, don't know how you get, get to shit. And you get bored. I don't like, know how you get to shit. Because that's how, like, when I looked at the Michael Jackson thing, right? Like, yeah. you're not starting from a healthy place. And then people give you access and people will just do whatever you ask them to do. Yeah. And I think you just get into this weird cycle. Well, I think Michael, I mean, I, anyways, anyways, yeah. Anyways, the, yeah. the Michael Jackson thing is above this, I think. Like, well, I think that is just the like, grooming. I, watch, I think is so much more intense with Michael Jackson. Watch like, the watch the documentary. Yeah, it is worse than you think it is. I can only. I it's mean, I've so always, bad, Jen. I couldn't finish it, and I watch yeah. a lot of true like yeah. 
It's literally, I mean, I've always believed that he has done it. I think where there's smoke, there's fire. I think, you know. But, but when, you, when you hear the guys who are victims of it uh, talking about and it. I, the thing that drives me crazy the is The insane extent of it. Well, and the people that shit talk them. I'm like, oh, you're lying. You just want it for money. Like, it just drives me crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I you don't know? think there was money in the Michael Jackson thing. I mean, they the guys- sued them, though. And I think he settled with some, the- technically, right? Does that mean yeah. that they it wasn't true? Of course not. I mean, I think I would yeah. take a payout, quite frankly. But, well, yeah. You know, but yeah. yeah. Well, the one guy, the one guy, if anybody's seen what's it finding neverland finding neverland leaving neverland leaving neverland yeah leaving neverland he says the one guy who was really so complicit in it right like he was michael jackson's child boyfriend and and he really got screwed by michael jackson both literally and figuratively (laughs) and uh yeah yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. I think so. And uh, but he also exo- was key in exonerating Michael Jackson. Mm. Oh, right? interesting. So why and did he exonerate? Because him? he had a child of his own, and yeah. one day he was holding that kid. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it came to him. So that's when he came forward. He it's, saw the innocence in his yeah. own child, and he realized, that's so "Oh true. my God!" So now, not just does he have to say, "This is what Michael Jackson did to me," he has to say, "This is what Michael Jackson did to me," and go backwards over everything that yeah. he said when he said that never happened. Well, that's, that's because he, yeah. he he also wasn't covering for Michael Jackson. He legitimately felt that what happened wasn't inappropriate. Yeah. Even though it was weird, but well, it was a special wonder, thing. Like the him, Macaulay right? Culkin, because I mean, he's come out and sort of defended him and said our relationship has always been platonic. But Because like, I think it was. You think he's the one kid that he did no, I, sexually I assault? So. I think Macaulay Culkin at the time was popular enough on his own and stuff. Yeah, I literally think that he just had this weird... Honestly, I think it's probably the same thing where like it probably something happened and he's not willing to admit uh, it. Maybe, maybe. You know? And maybe not to the extent that of what had happened with yeah. the other guys had happened to Macaulay Culkin. Maybe on a lesser extent. Like some of the stuff that he did to some of those kids was just downright well, disgusting. I, and not just the kids, like the the families yeah, the families too, and everything, yeah. the way Michael Jackson Ugh. just like threw this cloak over them yeah, and yeah. Drew, drew them close and so and gross. the families were, you know, there was money, there was yeah. prestige, there was like Gifts, all this trips, tr- there first was, class yeah. travel everywhere, touring yeah, yeah. with Michael Jackson, I mean, who was the yeah. biggest star in the world at the time. I think Macaulay Culkin, when it came along, around to Macaulay Culkin, Those things weren't, was a yeah. little bit immune from it. The because grooming he's like, wasn't as effective because yeah, he had Yeah, because he's that. like, I'm fucking Macaulay yeah. Culkin, right? You know, I think if it happened, well, fucking Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, that's yeah, it. I, I think if it happened, I think if it happened now, if Michael Jackson was still alive, yeah, Maca- Macaulay Culkin would be like, yeah, I'll suck. yeah. Well, I mean, he's because he's not doing not well. looking great. Yeah. Although, who's he dating? He's dating some like really great celebrity. I oh no, say Brenda Selena Song. Gomez. Brenda Song. Oh, I love Brenda Song. That's why. Do I think you? He's a- Brenda Song from. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know who she is because I have a daughter who's seventeen. Okay. Okay. Which means I spent a lot time, a lot of time She's watching a Disney Channel star. I spent a lot of time watching is, both. So I'm just going to drink my drink. Yeah, guys, you think I'm weird right now? <laughs> I spent a lot of time with my daughter watching The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. Oh God! Right, and The Sweet Life. Oh yeah, of but Jack. you can't understand pedophilia. No, You're Brenda probably Song. aroused. Bre- no, Brenda Song. She played uh, uh, Tipton. Yeah, Tipton girl. Did, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I'm like I'm not I don't, I'm not like aroused by or something. I just I really like you know when you have a kid you and you're probably in this now, Jen. Right? Are you forced to watch? No, because your kids no. have tablets down. My kids like that, are right? into YouTube. Like Miles is obsessed with like YouTubers. Like he wants us to create him a YouTube channel and he wants an Instagram oh, you totally account. Should. You totally no, should. No, I'm not going down that rabbit hole. Let's start a podcast with him and we'll video it. Sure, we'll bring him in. We should have my son on. It would be fun just to get his take on the world. But we'll, we should totally turn your son into a YouTube. Kids take on the world. Right? Yeah, yeah, you can ask him questions yeah. and see what he says. Or at least get him a TikTok. I will say like going through sort of my own past traumas and like thinking the thing that I guess upsets me the most is looking back at my parents and just being like. Holy shit. Jen just went from we should get your kid a TikTok. <laughs> To going back because, to my own past trauma. Because it just reminds me of being like a parent and having a child and just being like, now it like is so wrong. And back then I was like, yeah, it's not a big deal. 
you know, but it's like being a parent. So I think coming back to that one guy, like being a parent certainly, I think, changes things. I think leaving my child alone with a I mean, I wouldn't now, but but I yeah. guess I could see how it happens, you know? Like, really? Yeah. I think you're, you're seduced. I mean, he grooms the parents as much as he grooms the kids. Yeah, he oh, really yeah. does. Right? Yeah, because really he's does. also like in- You in, really need to watch the thing. You already seem to know a lot about it, Jen. I watch, do, but- Watch Leaving Neverland. You'll be- Be prepared uh, to be gross, though. Yeah, it's like, like disgusting. Yeah. I already believe it to be true, you know? I just don't know But to see how it details. happens, because when- See, that was my issue, because yeah. I believed it to be true as well. Yeah. And then I watched it, and they grow into this grave detail of what he does. Ugh. And it was like, I had to stop it and walk away. And like, normally, that stuff, like, that's just too far for me. Yeah. Remembering that there was a time when when the world was looking at it, making decisions on their own. I think he did it. I think he didn't do it. Meanwhile, he fucking did it. He fucking did it. And repeatedly and over a long period of time, right? Like it wasn't like – Oh my gosh! Yeah, and everybody's like, "Oh, poor Michael Jackson." Then when he actually went on trial and was found like innocent, it's like, Ow. and he went on innocent because Ow. his victim said he didn't do anything wrong. Oh my god! And this explains why they did that. The right? grooming process, right? Like, yeah. I mean, well, it's... they legitimately didn't think what he did was wrong. Yeah. Well, and they, yeah, and you, it, the grooming process, the gifts, he would do different things yeah. to make them feel special. Well, and I think yeah. as a victim, you justify it to some extent, right? Like oh, you sort 100%. of you normalize it and you justify but it. But imagine being a parent. And you minimize it. Like this is one of the things too. Imagine being a parent and your child has been selected by Michael Jackson to appear on stage with him. It's like, I won the and lottery. And then Michael Jackson calls you and says, yeah. is it okay if your son stays at Neverland for the evening? For the weekend. Or for the weekend. Yeah. And you're like, <sighs> and the parents at the time are like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah. Of course. I could see that. Right? I can of see course, that. Right? Would I yeah. let my child know? But I could see that. Neverland was like this huge amusement park. Well, right? and then like, Michael Jackson strikes you as a child yeah. when you're talking to him and stuff like that. It, but the thing was, is it wasn't just at Neverland. Like they would go to Hawaii and he would be like, oh like, yeah. Can they would go on Jake, tour. Can Jake stay with me in my yeah. suite for the night? And like yeah. some of the parents were like, no. But yeah. then some of them, eventually Michael wore them. Like, yeah. yeah. Michael Jackson he was wore them down. Right? Childlike, like, you yeah. build up Let that trust. And yeah. And, and Peter, so down. Peter Nygaard was basically doing, well, no, Peter Nygaard was doing, a lot. he was just using money, right? Well, so Peter Nygaard was strictly only using money. And that's why he chose the Bahamas because he could pay these people off because yeah. there's not a lot of money there. And like, there's a lot of the people who, uh, you know, you listen to them talk, like the victims talk. They're like, I feed my family with this money. Or, oh my goodness. Like, I don't. Like, and yeah. so the, your, your heart really it's breaks. It's livelihood. Because it's livelihoods or, that yeah. he's dealing with here. And, and, and it's oh, not okay. And I watched 90 Day Fiance, let me tell you. Well, you got to explain because we don't watch it. <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> Sex tourism. Well, you know, we're like older women go to like these countries where they're really poor, like Belize. There's this one girl who goes to Belize and basically like picks up a fiance and like she had him over to her house to have sex with her for like the two weeks she was there. Gave him like $200 cash and he's like, this is the most money I've made in like months. Right. And so she's like, oh, this is just for snacks on the way home. And he's like, no, no this is going to feed my family for months. And now he's trying to get to Arkansas because, you know, he's got big dreams. Oh, yeah. Big Arkansas dreams. <laughs> Yeah, it's fucked up, man. Yeah. Like, so I, I want to be a sex tourist when I'm, you know, her age. Oh, she's a fucked up lady. You could Anyways, be, though. Like, I could you, be. I could. You have 200 bucks. I sure do. <laughs> sex. I don't know if I want sex for two weeks, but I guess he would just perform when I wanted him to. That's crazy. Yeah. Sex tourism. I wonder how much up. it would cost to have a, what's it called? The slavery thing? The What's the term? <laughs> I don't no, 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 international sex tourism. What's it called? There's a there's a term for it. Oh, come on, guys. We like we're in a hotel. We like fight oh, against human it. trafficking. Human trafficking. <laughs> oh, sorry, I don't know. I thought slavery was it. Sorry, sorry. That like, I know of. Yeah, sorry. Human uh, trafficking. Yes. Yeah, human, tra- human trafficking. How much does it cost for a person? I don't think it costs a lot. 
Isn't that crazy? And I think most of the time they pay you, right? They, they give you $20,000 to get them to the country. And no, then, no, no. If I wanted a person. Oh, like I I'm see. Like, I wanna, I wanna, I'm sure it's probably like 10, 20 grand. I would like to get a person, right? And yeah. And it'd be mine and I'd keep them in my basement or something. I mean, from the shows I watch, it's about 10, 20 grand. I was just going to say, from like the shows that I've seen, I'm, yeah. I think you're looking at about 10 grand. It's yeah. Pretty, if you want something really specific, maybe more. Yeah, like, like young you boy would, yeah. or something, you know? Easy Michael Jackson. <laughs> really, eh? Yeah. I think the younger they get, the more expensive. The older, obviously, they're – like, the younger is sort of like the – That's what they go for? That's what people want because it's obviously, I would assume, harder to come by. I don't know, but – Yeah, then you pay all this money and they spend most of the day looking at a – Well, no, you don't give them a screen. I don't – You yeah. put them in your basement, chain them in some soundproof room. I think you're treating them nicer room. than most yeah. human traffickers. Like, rape uh, them daily. Rape them and – Some oh people just goodness. get like that, you know, those like sea cans, put them in their backyard for yeah. like stuff, but there's like a child in their chain. Really? No, you're fucking – No, I'm no, not She's actually you. right. <laughs> Oh my god, I want to know nothing about this. <laughs> what about the BC? Was it somebody in BC who was like in a sea can? Or no, I guess yeah. that's the the pig farm, maybe. Oh, yes, that John Harmon knows those guys. Uh, knows the pig farm serial yeah. Robert yeah. Picton. Yeah, we only picked him. He was friends with them, yeah. He used to party on their on their farm. Wow, yeah, yeah. Those, the they would have big there. parties and stuff like that there, yeah. He uh, he admitted so, to 49. Oh, not the 50th. Uh, he no, he admitted to the cellmate who was actually an undercover cop. Oh, that he wanted to get to 50. Oh, but he just never quite got he there. He just never got there. Oh. He got caught. He got sloppy Sharks. at 49 and got caught. Yeah. Sharks. I looked him up. Are you sloppy at 49? What's that? I don't know. I haven't started yet. And I'm no, but you're up. 49. Are you sloppy? Oh, no, not at all. Okay. I'm meticulous. That's true. You are building your holes. Johnny and I were on a ski trip once. Uh-huh. And we were in Fernie and we're at the grocery store getting some supplies and we walk by a newspaper and he had told me <laughs> stories of, so there was, there was two Picton brothers. Was there two? Yeah. Dave and Robert. Robert. Robert and, how did they and Robert find- Picton was the bad one, but, but oh, he had okay. told me stories of this guy he used to call Dirty Dave. How did they find him though? Because they just found body parts for a while, right? Or is that something different? Am I confusing stories? No, that's correct. That is correct. Yeah. So they just yep. found like random body parts. Oh, do you have the Pictons on your sheet there? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, tell, tell us what you got there. Okay. Well, I don't have as much detail as what you're what you're thinking because I it was just like I quickly like. Well, she didn't know Dave. Top like your five. Friend Dave? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know any John's of them personally. Friend. You yeah. weren't partying on. the I wasn't Picton partying farm. on the Picton farm. <laughs> yeah. Where's your child? I was in New York. Remember? We could call in John Harmon right now. You know, we could get his take on it. All right, carry on. So I was looking at like top five like serial killers of Canada and, and he was obviously one of them. Yeah. So he was arrested in 2002. He was charged with the deaths of 20 women. However, he did actually admit to murdering in okay. 49. He wanted wow. to get to 50. He was convicted in 2007 with second degree murders of six. And But during that process oh. is when they found out the 20. And so they could only charge him with the 20. That That's all I really know. I, just, gotcha. I do also know that he was sentenced to life in prison with no possibility yeah. of parole until 25 years, which is for the record. 2032. Um, I don't feel think, that I don't long. think he's getting out. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. feel that long away though. Uh, 2032. Right. I, I checked yeah. and I was like, ooh, ooh. that's still a little yeah. too close for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a little closer than I want it to be. So who's the top sure. serial killer? Uh, the Carla. Top? Oh, Carla Homolka. Carla Homolka's yeah, the top serial killer. It is actually. That's a sex scandal and murder all in one. And what's funny is Carla is like one. No, Paul Bernardo must be the Paul Bernardo's like third or fourth, which is so weird because Paul Hamolka killed more people. She really got away with it. She got away with it. And the reason why she got away with it is to me on a technicality. Well, yeah. Yeah, because they told her, well, they tell gave us her, what Paul did and we yeah. won't. Yeah, well, they, they gave, gave her, her immunity. immunity. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so they gave her a plea of 12 years for manslaughter on the fact that she gave the videotapes that Paul had made because they yeah. videotaped everything yeah. during their, yeah. their thing. Um, and then unwillingly, or and she said that she was an unwilling party, but then watching the videos, yeah. 
it, it comes to find out that she was actually a very willing party. Well, it was her own fucking sister, wasn't it? One was, her first one was their sister. And actually, yeah. their sister, they did twice. Her sister, Tammy, they seduced. Paul became attracted to her in the 90s. And then Paul uh, was, they created this plan to drug her. And because Paul, Carla worked for a vet hospital, she could have easy access to drugs. Yeah. So they seduced uh, her spaghetti. Or sorry, they. Her spaghetti? They drugged her spaghetti. Okay. <laughs> within right. seducing her, they wo- she woke up, Tammy woke up within like a minute and was like, yeah. Yeah, what the fuck? What the fuck, man? Like, yeah. And then, so they stopped. And then eventually, on December 23rd at a Christmas party, they drugged Tammy again. Oh, my God. Paul raped her. But then what had happened is that she had vomited and she had died. So then Paul oh. and Carla, like, took her body downstairs to her bedroom. So they kind of got a taste of it accidentally. Exactly, accidentally. Yeah. So, but what happened also accidentally is, is that they ruled it as an accidental death. Mm. And I think that's kind of, well... I mean, Paul is a psycho. He scored thir- 35 out of 40 on the psychopathio checklist. Um, Car- You're a sociopath, yeah. not a psychopath. Carla scored five out of 40 um, wow. on the same test. So, so I think that that's kind of when they got that taste for it. So then their second one was Christine French. She was 15 years old in 1992. Wow. They, Carla convinced her at the Lusanian church that she was asking for directions. And then Paul uh, ended up kidnapping her and they shoved her in a van. They kept her for three days. They forced her to drink alcohol. They raped. They did some really gross torture stuff to her. Um, and then eventually they strangled her to death and Do you know her. what they did as really gross torture stuff? Like um, you still can't get that, can you? No, because actually uh, the Ontario... Um, Is it sealed? No, they burned the tapes. The oh. uh, they Actually, just a couple of years ago, they got rid of all the tapes. The Ontario there like, was not there, police there was board, a time the jury in people. the early early nineties where the information on the Carla Homoko Parbonado thing was available, mm-hmm. and I remember this one guy. I can't remember his name. I remember he worked with me at A and W, and he came to work and. This isn't funny at all, but the uh, I still remember the look on his face. He was like bothered. You could tell something was bugging him. And I remember, I think it might have been at the university library or something weird like that where the stuff was available. So, of course, he went and took a look at it. And we're all like, oh, really? What is it? He's like, it's it's bad. It's bad. He goes, I can see why they're... He goes, I only watched, uh, looked at something, a little bit of something, he goes, but it was her masturbating with a severed hand. Yes. I, there's not a lot of details on what it was, but you could tell in the little bad. bit of details that were there like it was just bad like yeah. and, I, and it was to the point where like again this whole michael jack that, that's too much for me like I, I can go pretty deep and pretty far but this was just too much for me so yeah it was a pretty pretty gross thing and so they strangled her they dumped her body in a ditch um and then they they, they, they found her so that was the the second one um in that regard and then the third one was leslie who was 14 years old yeah they oh my ca- god 14 yeah she was the youngest. Um, they they kidnapped, videotaped her. Um, again, they gave her again. Carla stealing like a medicine from her vet clinic. They gave her a lethal dose of a sedative. They dismembered her body and then cased her parts in cement and then dumped them in Lake, uh, Lake Gibson. Wow. Apparently, were, were her there parts was recovered. I think so because they found like that's yeah. how they knew that they were done that way. I think Carla, that was also part of Carla's deal kind of thing. Um, and then there was another Jane Doe alleged uh, abduction and rape. She managed to survive, but there's no name of mention of her name or what wow. had happened or any. It was like literally totally like it's Jane Doe. That's it. So Paul Bernardo's in jail, but but uh, Carla's out. She's out. Yeah, she's been out for a while. 
Carla has been out for a while and she goes under a few aliases. Leante, Carla Leante, Liam Bordias, Emily Bordias. She's been in marriage. She actually married her lawyer's brother. Oh my goodness. Um, in 2007. How do you marry Carla Homolka? Knowingly. Yeah, like. Yeah. They're divorced. They're divorced or separated. One of the two now. Carla does live in Quebec. She has three children. Two, I think it's three. Two sons and one daughter, or vice, maybe two and two. I'm not sure. The biggest recent news that she's been on. Um, she volunteered at the kids' school. I'm sure you heard about. So she volunteers at the kids' school where the school knew she was Carla Homoka and what she did, and then the school got into an uproar. So her kids ended up getting kicked out because, of course, it was a private school. Because I, I don't know how someone who does all that can still afford private school. Imagine <laughs> when her husband first went to the uh you know to get divorced and they said well okay why are you getting divorced and he's like because she's carla homolka <laughs> yeah. like, well, i'm sure he, he was, knew it's he worse did. than it, was, it seems yeah. it was her lawyer's brother he knew everything yeah, but he's like she was like, very charming at the beginning but then yeah. <laughs> you know every time we get in an argument or something it's carla homolka <laughs> yeah, it's a little scary <laughs> yeah. could you imagine being married to a known serial killer <laughs> So I don't know where she lives right now. Apparently, as of January, that she lives in Salisbury, Dill, Phil Valley, somewhere. Um, but they could. I think there. There's reports that they're separated or divorced, and then there's reports that she's still married to this guy. So I don't know what the deal is. You can be they, separated and still married. But I don't know. Like there's reports of them still being like together. living together. That's so I, I don't know what. That's what, oh, well, we're at an hour and 40 minutes. So what you're saying is time's up. Yeah, time's up. Okay. Alrighty. Well, any any last quotes on... It's funny because Canadian sex scandal started out kind of fun. We get into like Michael Jackson and... Well, I mean, A, losing conversational, B... I feel uncomfortable now. None of it's, you know, good. I mean, all of it should have made you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> For the record, <laughs> none, of this was, yeah. none of this was light and I airy. Don't know. I, don't, I don't think the Hunsinger thing was really maybe that. A guy got a blowjob and she got kicked back to East Germany. I mean, not exactly what she said, but yeah, okay, sure. That's what I read into it. <laughs> was a victimless crime. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, who's the victim? The one who got, you know, shipped back a, to Germany. The Canadian secrets that were yeah. revealed in the 50s. How many secrets do you think we really have? You know, we have all these government bodies. Like, how many secrets yeah, do you Scott think we really have? Scott thought we had a few. Scott thought we he had did, a few. He did, I know. Yeah. Maybe get him drunker next time and we'll get a few. Yeah. Oh, he was doing pretty good. He was doing pretty good. He was, yeah. Alrighty. Well, thank you very much, Marcy. How was Thanks, it? Thanks, Mars. You got, you got comfortable, didn't you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was fine. Booze, Fine. 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 Booze. It's fine. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Bye. Catch you in a week. Bye. Thanks for keeping it loose with us. Please like and subscribe to our podcast. Check out new episodes weekly and read our blog on looseandconversational.com. Finally, like and follow us on Facebook. I would love to have something from you in my inbox.